Ksubis, Daf Yud Beis, Mud Aleph, and Yud Beis, Mud Beis. In Ksubis, Yud Beis, Mud Aleph, we're going to see an example of how the Stam was integrated in Tar Gomorrah. As we've spoken so many times, the model, which I think, and I, sp- I actually discuss it in my book, The Formation of the Talmud, is that the following. The Travashi, right, start from Abai Verova to the, all the way to the Bismarck of Ravashi, culminating with Ravina, with Ravina Baruna, like uh, the uh, Ger says, they composed the Hoiro, which is the proto-Talmud, which was the Divrei in the Hiroz Hamoroim. And they were, they, those are the Moroim, and you could see the Divrei Hamoroim are statements or rulings in Hebrew attributed very clear, very definite. And that was memorized in the Shiva by the Tanaim. And then there were the interpretations that grew over time, like a snowball effect, that that growing of the uh, Shakla Vitari over time, the Rambam calls it that Shakla Vitari Shalagmora, and that grew over time. And that was like a snowball effect, right? Like Ken Wilber says, this is an aggregation of ideas that came throughout, and it was finally put in writing. And those are the interpretation of the Rosh Hashivas and the interpretation of the Savoroim. Savoroim, as we explained, are not a chronological time. Indeed, there was a the time of the Savoroim that the main avoider was Savoroim. But the Savoroim were there always. There was a Rosh Hashiva, like the Geoidim in the Truba say, they were always in the Yeshiva, Rabon and Tanoi, Rabon and Savoroi. The Tanoi were the ones who repeated and verbatim the text, which was oral. And that was the proto-Talmud, the Divrei in the interpretation of the Yeshivas, which is Savaroim. And that was a fluid, and was something that grew over time, and it was a Shakla Betaria. Now, you'd expect there to be multiple Yeshivas that explain differently. And the question is, it appears to be that we have only one Stoma de Gemara, and it appears to be that is very consistent and uniform. And if those interpretations, you would expect the different shivas would interpret the different Moraim differently. And the reality of it is that it is different. We have, at our Gemara combines multiple interpretations and multiple approaches, which is multiple stam. And I think that it comes in three flavors. One of them is in the same sugya, you might have Ika de Masnilo, that you have one yeshiva learn the different Moraim this way, the other one learned a different way, and they'll put it together. They'll be here together, and sometimes is uh, even a inami. And you could see sometimes the inami it appears to be the, the tuturutsim, and you'd have thought that the tuturutsim would have said the same as marriage, and the reality of it is not. They are mutually exclusive. And you could see that, as you'll see in our daf, from different Rishonim, that some Rishonim or some Geonim had only one terut, and some Geonim had only the other text. So there were two different traditions, two different interpretations of the Shivas that when it was written, it was put together. So the multiple versions are in the same sugya, either as two inamis, and you could check that from the Rishonim, or, or the Rishonim with the Gionim, or sometimes Ika de Masnil. It says clearly that there is, uh, we're going to see examples in our daf. The second uh, situation is that there's sometimes the Stoma de Gemara in one Mesechta follows one base marriage, and a Stoma de Gemara in another Mesechta follows different base marriage. So you see there are two different approaches. Like one of the famous issues is the issue of 
going be having proof. So those are the suyas. Toysis tries to reconcile and to harmonize the competing suyas, but Toysis in Nochez Dafmebeis agrees that there are a long list of suyas which are called suyas amuchlofis. And that's something that is unconcerned by the Kavadim Now, the way how it's simple, it appears to be in the vast majority in the Stam, because the Stam have different interpretations. So different sectors have different Stam. And some of these manuscripts who have a different Stam, they didn't survive. We have one example in both cotton, and so on and so forth. Now, an example of how in the same Suya, multiple approaches were combined into one, Ksubes Dafyut base is a great example. The first one is the first Suya. Right, the first suya we had the brisa, and the concept of the rishon was koines aisha, and then either there was a chazaka. Our mission says that there's a chazaka; they didn't have any relations, or they're edim shlanistera, and ein hasheni. The, the second husband cannot tie in the tainas besulim. So on that you have the divrei moroim. First, Rabba says you hear from our for the chora we see. She has exuba, because a typical example, because here he she he she thought he thought she was a besula, right? Because there was every sign for it, and she's a besula. He can't complain. So Ravashi says no. You really Here is different, and then Rav says ah one second. So Rav says kiddush alter. Now, so that, those are the different, that's the sugya, which is called the Proto-Talmud. Rabba Ravashi followed Roshavia. Now, the two sugyas is, where is this piece of Proto-Talmud going on? Is it relating to our case of our Mishnah? The case of our Mishnah is it as a Chazoka Shlanivala, or is the case of Edim Shlanivala? So you see the two Batimidroshim learning a sugyas Haimoroim and interpreting differently. And then when it was put together, the stomach of the Gemara goes and says, very simple, what's the difference between these two versions of the two approaches of the Stam? The one holds in the Brisa. Yes, in the Brisa, even with Adim, the fact that she was married before, you have to assume that she was Nivala. Like we said, Sharei Adim, the Adim probably are only, even the Adim, Ameidim, the Baal should not rely because maybe she should think that the Adim is just trying to make her look good. Or, but in the interpretation of the sugya of the stam who relates this divrahemoroim to the Mishnah, perhaps on the Brisa, that's not the case, and the Brisa will not be the same Shaklavitaria because the same Shaklavitaria will not apply on the Brisa. So you see, Beferush, the, the Moroim is the same. The only question is how to interpret them. Now, the same thing is in Omud base, but Omud base is even more clear. We saw the Mishnah, the Mishnah has Machloikes Rebagamliel. And Verabilez uh, against the Mishua, if she says, Vishra Stani Nenasti, or Achelorastich, Emekachtos, and Magamilu says she's Neman, Bishua says she's not Neman. And then the Gemara quotes Itmar, Monali Biot, Valomer, Enyudea, we have reviewed and Ravuna say, Chayev, and Ravnakon, Vilchan say, Potov. Okay, and the question of Bori Veshema. And Rav Yosef, Abai told Rav Yosef, this idea of Rav Yuda, the Ravuna Ravuna that says that Chayev the Bori Veshema Bori Odif is really follows the opinion of Shmuel. 
Kashmul says in the Mishnah Hoysa Meuberes, which is the end, uh, the next following Mishnah of Yigimel, and which af barishoyna? The barishoyna is not mishnah. That even though there's a moment bechaskas morei, I'm going to be able to hold bari mishav and bari adif. So this is the suya. Now here clearly appears to be that the machloek is if bari mishav and bari adif, if it fits in with if it's if it's if it's a good interpretation of the mishnah. The fifth body of Hashem and body of according to Rav Yudah and Ravuna, the Chor is following their Paschening like Rav Gamliel, the Shizna Menes. And Rav Yanachman, Rav Yechon, hold with Paschening like Yeshua, the Shizna Menes, that's why Bori Hashem love Bori That's the Posh Pshat. So the Gemara says, the Stomach of the Gemara says, no, Omar Lechol. So says the Gemara, Leima Rav Yudah and Ravuna, and Rav Gamliel, and Rav Yechon, and Rav Yechon, let's say that that's how they Paschen. So Rav Nachman will come and say, no. My opinion fits even Karamagamliel. Why? Because Karamagamliel only says that she's the man, she has a migo. But in Bori she has no migo. Inami, another terrorist. Maybe Karamagamliel only says, but in the case of Ish, Ukme, Achazoke. But they know that there is a Chazkasaguf. But here, by Bori Veshemah, there is no Chazkasaguf. Even Karamagamliel will be moed of Nachman. So these two terutsim appear to be the, the same in the same esmerge, just to, the two terutsim. But if you look and you follow and your handout, which is in the website, you'll be able to see that it's not so clear. Because if you follow uh, Rabbi Hananel, Rabbi Hananel is on Doitzer Agyonim. Rabbi Hananel goes and says, V'tarina lukme Rav Nachman de Rabbi Yochanan, he says to want to say, this kiloke Ragnoliel, and he says, no, the beyond the biyotcha in Yudea, Rabbi Gamliel will also be poeter, and Rabbi Gamliel only says because there's a migo, so he only has the concept of the migo. But if there is no migo, Rabbi Gamliel will hold like Rabbi Yechanan, right? And says Rabbi Hananel, Solka Shmaitza Bead is for the Kamran Roch Rabbi Gamliel beho, and Aloch Rabbi Yechanan and is Lotikshei Elchasa Elchasa, right? This is the way. How we are saying, but you see, Beferush Rabbi Hananel only has the terutz of Migu. He doesn't have any other terutz. In other words, he doesn't hold the terutz of Cheskasaguf. He says only the terutz of Migu. But the boy So you see that Rabbi Hananel only had the terutz of Migu. And if you go in the Dikduke Soifrim, Dikduke Soifrim quotes the Girsas Harif and Ramban and the Rashba, that they only held or the terrors of the Chazoka. They didn't have anything to do with Migo, and probably because of David Gimel, you see that even the case without the Migo is the case. So he says, So you see the summary showing him that Dr. Gisofrim only they had the second terrors, and some, uh, and you see from Hanan, they had only the first terrors. And then, so it's very simple, because there were two traditions, two Batimid Roshim, two Stomatic Morris. One interpreted the difference how of Nachman to be compatible with Rabbi Gamliel one way, and the other one interpreted the other way. So you see, there are two different sugyas in the same. It looks like a inami, gives you the impression as if both were said at the same time, and the answer is, that's not the case. Now, uh, you could see something else, which is also very interesting. If you continue, and you see the sugya, the sugya says, the stomach the Gemara, then says, this idea to try to 
create a difference between Rav Nachman and the case of Rav Nachman and the case of the Mishnah makes sense because the, if you hold that Rav Nachman is not consistent with Gamliel, you have a problem in the end how to reconcile. Why? Because the common Ilchas Kerav Nachman Bedini, we hold like Rav Nachman Bedini. By the way, this is the only place that says that. This idea that there is some rule of Ilchas Kerav Nachman Bedini is a much later thing. This is the only place that we have such an idea that Ilchas Kerav Nachman Bedini. And it says, so it comes out the Bor Vishem Alav Bor Yodif. And the Rishonim say, and the Halacha is, the Ravadachim could be argued with Rav Yudam Shmuel, but we in Halacha, we know that the Halacha is like Shmuel, the Halacha Kerem Gamliel. So it must be that the two must be consistent. So how do you reconcile? So you have to see a difference between the case of Rav Gamliel and the case of Rav Nachman. So many the the, the case of him in this handout you see they already quote the Knesset Agdoila. He says first of all, Alocha Kerav Nachman Bedini doesn't exist. It's not in the Talmud. It's a Hagoi So the idea is that here is a typical example of a stoma that's much later than the early stoma. The many other we showing him as the Knesset Agdoila doesn't even have it. And the reason is, is very simple, because this is much, much later, and this is a time when we're trying to pass in halacha, and they had, they developed halacha, Kerav Nachman Bedini, and I told you, this is much later, because you don't have anywhere else in Shas that says that, and Knesset Agdol doesn't even hold it, he says it's a much later ago, and if you hold the Ilchas, Kerav Nachman Bedini, and you have this idea that was Nifsak already, and that's how they, they understood Abai in the Sugya, that halacha, Shmuel says halacha, Kerav Gamliel, and that was accepted that the Shmuel is the running halacha, how these two ideas can be consistent. So he says the two terutim that he said in the yeshivas reconcile and answer that. So here's a typical example that after the sugyas were put together, there was a validation of the terutim or explaining why did you have to make Rav Nachman consistent. And it's very simple because of this idea that was developed later the halacha ke Rav Nachman bedine. So that's the first horror on Dafid base. Now, another horror in Dafid base is on the Mishnah. We saw in because you are Messiah We saw the Yerushalmi, Yadua, the Shit already quotes it, and they're showing it before. The reason in Yehuda is because of the situation that the Hegmoin would come and force the girls or the women to get boiled to have relationship with them before the husband. So they married, they had the husbands to be misyached or to have bilo them beforehand, either because then they have or don't come, or because then they develop a cash with the husbands. Now, the issue is if you follow the Brisa that the Gemara quotes, the Gemara says, Originally, they will be misyached the chosen and the kala. And then he goes ahead, and the, and the Brisa continues, by Bereshoina also, in the case with the Urnami Siachet, at least they had this idea of the two Shushvinin, and they had Edim, and etc. And the question is, what's the stress of the word Bereshoina? Right? Why mentioned it originally? So the Yerushalmi, and it's quoted on page one of the handout, Afal to say that even though now it doesn't apply, Afal The idea is that once this was established, even though now doesn't fit the reason, 
you have to assume that Yehuda continues, right? Once the Binag is established, the Mintag doesn't continue. That's why it says Barishoina, because even though in the time of the Bryce that the Mishnah that didn't apply, this is still a valid mina because they're continuing the tradition from before, and since before it had a reason, now it continues being valid also. The Safrain, he's a safer, says a little different. So Safrain says because perhaps, and that's in your handout, right, that perhaps the idea that you have now two minhog, the mina Golil and the mina Yehuda. So the mina Yehuda, it was... A, now in the mission, I give you the impression it's on Yehuda, but most of Klali so don't follow Yehuda, it's limited to Yehuda. And the reason, because the Mishnah is composed in the Golan, right, you know, in Tveria, that was the Mishnah's composed, so the Mishnah is from from the Golan, and that was the Minak. so they saw it as a very limited Minak in Yehuda. So perhaps the Loshan Barishoyna and the Bryce had to say that this was the re- Barishoyna doesn't mean only originally, but means Barishoyna means the initial Minak was Yehuda. The Yehuda Minak was the Minak that because there was an issue in Yehuda, all of Kalisol perhaps had this idea. So Barishoyna to say that the Yehuda, the reason why their Minak is so interesting that straddles and the Mishnah deals with it is because that was Barishoyna enough originally, that was the, re- that was the first Minag, the, the like he says with the Hey Hayidia, this was the Minag Akodum. So Barishoyna to tell you that this is the original Minag, the Yehuda. So that's why the Bryce has to the Omar Abiyuda by Yehuda in Yehuda Barishoyna, which was the original Minag of Klalisol. So in other words, today we have the Minag of Golol, which is the major Minag and Yehuda. But originally by Yehuda, that was Barishoyna. It was the first established thing and was not limited only. Perhaps the idea of the Minag of Golol came afterwards. And the question is, how do you make Birchas Ayerusin? You know that many Gersois have the Birchas Ayerusin, not Sheosalanesarusis, Ela Sheosalanesarayus. That would follow this idea that originally, that perhaps Barishoyna means the original Minag, that they say the Yehuda Barishoyna, the Yehuda, which is the original Minag, and that because it was much more widespread. That's a possibility. Now we go into the Mishnah. The second Mishnah goes and tells you that there is such a thing of Bezdin Shel Kohanim. The Bezdin Shel Kohanim are Yugoyim Labsul Arba Meuzuz. The Bezdin Shel Kohanim established Arba Meuzuz for the Ksuva uh, for uh, the Now, who is the best in Shul Kohanim? So, uh, as you've seen, page one of the handout, which is on the website, best in Shul Kohanim. So, the Shita quotes the Likute Gyoinim is the Oimdi the Batidinim, which are Oimdim Beir Hakohanim. Any city of Kohanim, they had a special basin, and that's the basin of Chov Gimel. The same way they had Batidin Shul Chov Gimel in Bechol Irveir. So the Bezdin Shel Kohanim, they were, do, they were very worried and they were very careful about Ichus of the Kohanim. So as Marshall, that was a, that's what the sheet explains here. But the reality of it is, if you look at the Mishnah Mesech Shona, it appears to be that in the Besamikdash, that was the Bezdin Shel Kohanim. Because look at the Mishnah, Mishnah Perakal of Mishnah Zayin, which is in your handout. Avu B'noi Shoroas Achoidesh, Yelech, with your father and a son, who saw the Levona they go, says the mission Loshibit Starfim, because the apostle Edus, they are father and son, but in the apostle, within the X come as a spare, meaning that if he goes ahead and he becomes apostle, the other one takes place. 
So Reb Shimon says, no, Avu Benoi Vechola Kravim, Kshirim Lutas HaKodesh. Reb Shimon is that everyone is kosher Lutas HaKodesh. So Reb Yosei quotes Maase Betuvi Arofeh, Sheraet HaKodesh Yerushalayim, he saw the Kodesh Yerushalayim, it was him, his son, and Avdu Mishokani, his evidence was freed. So he said like this, when they went to the Kohanim, they accepted the father and the son, but because they did it, they learned that people came to the Bezdin, just the opposite, we take him and his slave, which was Bishukran, but because they they're craving. So you see here that this Kohanim is not the same as Mishra Kohanim. This appears to be this Kohanim that perhaps you took him, right? Because you see the Chazal said that they were in charge of the Bishamikdash. Therefore, they were very much the Tzdukim at that time. They were part of the aristocracy. For them, the Ichus was extremely important. Therefore, naturally, when they came and they went and they accepted He's the father and the son because they're craving, but you'll never take somebody who doesn't have an echus, who is not part of the aristocracy. So that's why Avdu Meshuch, they didn't. And Chazal, that's why the Bezdin, so it appears that the Kohanim there didn't have a validity of a Bezdin. Interestingly enough, that's why the Geonim explained our Bezdin to be different. Because our Mishnah says, And the, the Kohanim, which ran the Beis Amikdash, that was a huge problem because they were for sure Tzduki leaning. That's why the, the, the Geonim have to explain that this Bezdin Shul Kohanim is this, not the same Bezdin Shul Kohanim which was in the Beis Amikdash that actually took care of the Beis Amikdash. You look at the Gemara in Sanhedrin in the Eruvin, the Flamed Beis Amikdash, also of Shaya says, Chazok in Beis Shul Kohanim, in the Bezdin Shul Kohanim they checked all the money in the own top of it. So the people, that, that was the Bezdin Shul Kohanim, and that Bezdin Shul Kohanim was in the Beis Amikdash, basically supervising those are Chazal are saying they had duke leniencies that's why they didn't accept them and they were involved in the Besamikdash and they were pushed away by saying can our Bezish Kohanim which are careful by the, by the Yuxin and actually we not only as the Bigmara says that we actually applied some of the rulings their ideas to Mishpochas Bichoses says the Shita that's not the same Bezish Kohanim which was in the Besamikdash it was this Tzduk leniencies but the Bezish Kohanim are the Batidinim in the Ir HaKohanim, which means they were local Batidinim and had nothing to do with the central Bezdin Kohanim, which was leaning towards Stukim.